Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, immortal beings who walk throughout time, innocent children with dreams of parenthood, fire-breathing masked individuals, arrow-covered bears, an overarching narrative, and serene contemplative art. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 434, To Your Eternity. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land. Things are doing pretty good up here. Things are well. Reading lots of manga and checking things out. And I hope to all of you that you are safe and keep reading your mangas, which are awesome. But before I digress, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin is some podcast conveying reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. What does that mean? Well, every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics, and I tell you the pros and cons about it. Since it's the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. So I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Twitter, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search bar, and I guarantee you find us one way or the other. And if you like what you hear, remember to support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin. And final bit of news, if you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. So now that that random shilling is out of the way, let's actually get to this, because this is one which a lot of you are asking about, and surprisingly, this has become really popular since the anime everyone is watching and talking about. And I was reading the manga on the Crunchyroll app, and I gotta admit, it's a really addictive series. And I think that, well, we'll get to it in a moment, but I think that the anime pales in quality to the manga for certain reasons but like i said let's get to it so if you remember from the last episode i spun that one that only the wheel of manga and it dictated on to me that i'd be reviewing a manga that was written by yoshitoki oima yes the creator of a silent voice this manga was published by kodansha and released over here in kodansha usa so you can get a hold of it i would assume this would have been a vertical property if vertical still existed but i digress so this is actually a shonen series not a senin like i thought uh, original run was 2016 to present there are 16 volumes this dark fantasy is known as fumitsu no anata or to you the immortal or as we know it over here to your eternity so this manga is a little bit surreal, a little different, and it's kind of slow-paced, but the overarching narrative is astounding. So, bear with me. So, a divine being creates a featureless white ball and releases it into the world to learn, assimilate, gather data, and see what happens. And the ball ends up gathering data by absorbing stimuli, first taking the form of a rock, then moss, and then a dying arctic wolf who then the ball keeps changing into these forms and then is able to gain consciousness and awareness. And the now formless ball, which is now an Arctic wolf, goes walking around and stumbles upon a young boy who mistakes the wolf for his pet, Johan, or Jean. And the boy and Johan end up having a very intriguing adventure in this world, which is kind of sad. It's during the middle of... Well, we can assume it's the Ice Age, so people are starving, freezing, the boy is alone, and Johan is his only companion. So they 
end up living and dealing with several things of him wondering if he's alone in the world where when his family's going to return what's going on and then the wolf and the boy going on a trip to find the family that has lost unfortunately after certain things occur the boy and the wolf return home and well after a little bit of time the ball ends up assuming the form of the boy and then proceeds to travel. Now, the cool thing is that the ball cannot really die. Every injury it gets, every pain it gets, it will end up just healing itself. Over time, as it gets hurt with broken legs and broken limbs or starving, it heals faster and faster and faster. So the now formless being, who's now no longer formless, this shapeshifter, is able to heal super rapidly, but is able to walk around, doesn't really talk, and starts traveling south to a area known as Ninana. And in Ninana, there is our secondary character who is introduced named March. Now, March is a little girl in this village which doesn't know how to read. They don't have a written language. And her goal in life is she wants to be a mama. So she has tons of dolls and runs around and things are great. And she's ready to be a mama. She's ready to be a grown-up. And... A wise woman shows up to the village. Apparently, every year this wise woman shows up, and she says that in order to appease an evil god, they need to send one member of the tribe, or the village, out to appease it. Meaning, pretty much, a sacrifice. And due to this young girl, March, is chosen. Uh, And we find out later the reason why is because she's too cute. So, March is told, you're not going to grow up. You're going to be a... You're going to be a... Not sac- you're going to be a sacrifice to save the village. She's not happy with it, but she's going to do it because they say, if you don't go through with this, if you run away, we're going to find the younger child that wasn't chosen, who's not even able to stand up, and that baby is going to be the sacrifice, and we're going to kill your family. So March ends up going with it. She ends up going to the to be sacrificed, and then she runs off and runs into the boy, the nameless boy. And since he's not able to really talk or move and he's kind of healing he looks like a horrifying monster scares his her guards who don't know what the hell it is and she ends up adopting this thing that's following her like a puppy and she says i'm gonna be your mama and we need a name for you you got hurt so why don't we name you fushi and so fushi in march ends up well he ends up becoming kind of her bodyguard for a little bit and she teaches him rudimentaries of speech how to use his hands because he eats like a wolf talks like a wolf and she doesn't know what it is Unfortunately, eventually, the bad person who's trying to sacrifice her catches up, sees Fushi, and ends up realizing Fushi's able to transform into a bunch of different beings because he protects them from a giant bear with spears in it. And we're going to keep this thing and we're going to train it. And March's job is to be the caretaker. So we'll take March and we'll say that she was killed and we'll take her to our village and then we'll train up this immortal thing so it will be our weapon. Unfortunately, she's also been captured by her sister, Perona. And, well, let's just say Fushi ends up learning a lot of life lessons and keeps moving along through life. The whole, this is, the whole series is Fushi going through time learning lessons. It's similar to, say, Kino's Journey or um, the, the White-Haired Witch um, series. The Flight of the Witch series, where it's very almost episodic 
in what's going on. And Fushi is just a traveler through it, seeing all of these events occurring and learning different elements. Meanwhile, the girl Hayase is following him because she wants to capture him because she becomes obsessed with him. It even gets to the point where her her descendants are like reincarnated as her or she reincarnates as her descendants and they are all obsessed with this person. And I'm not, I know this is sounding very confusing. The reason why is it is confusing, but I don't want to spoil what happens in this because there's so much more going on. There is the, his creator who shows up named the beholder. Who's just saying, I designed you to study and save things. That's your job. And there's an evil force that's trying to stop you and you have to fight them. The only bad thing is if they defeat you, they will steal the forms you've assimilated. So it's kind of weird. And as time goes on, Fushi ends up absorbing more forms and learns more abilities and gains more knowledge. And it's seeing the world through the eyes of this immortal being. And it is melancholy yet beautiful because it goes through the cycle of life and death over and over again. We see this and it's, it's impactful and beautiful in a very strange sort of way. And the cool thing is that the mangaka, uh, Yoshitoki Oima, said that she conceived the title after learning that her sick grandmother was going to pass away. And she couldn't figure out what to do with it, but she does compare to your attorney to her other works. It states that while things like a silent voice focus on characters in the present confronting their past, to your attorney is completely focusing on the future. And the whole setting is that the main character is a boy who knows nothing and we learn the world while Fushi learns the world. And it makes it that Fushi is such an integral character that we end up caring about and loving as we see everything that goes on through his uh, or its eyes. And seeing this immortal being dealing with all these things, it kind of puts things into perspective in a weird sort of way, if that makes sense. I know I'm completely making no sense. I'm being very theological in this, but the story is very intriguing. The characters are well done, I think. Each one is very different. Like, March is such an amazing little character, and she's just a cute little girl who just, her whole goal is she wants to be a mama. That's her whole goal in life. And what she goes through for this, and when she ends up adopting Fushi and naming him and teaching him how to eat because he doesn't know how to eat, and she says, you have to say thank you when you eat. And teaching him to use his hands, it's a kind of endearing moment. And seeing how, even though there's that element, she sees something as simple as, that uh, beast is hurt, let me help it. It's a really good character. And there's so many other characters that show up that have such great motivations. And they're so three-dimensional, like the old woman who turns out to be a former prisoner. And that's why she's working with this evil group to sacrifice people. And the reason why they're sacrificing people is for a land deal. And even... Uh, well, don't want to spoil too much, but going to Hayase, her whole thing where she's so obsessed with Fushi, and it's like her descendants are obsessed with him, and it gets further on to like the her granddaughter's like, my grandmother talked about you, but I see you're beautiful, so I love you, and we're gonna serve you, so you will be happy and safe. And then twenty generations later, it's her great 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 grandson who's like, I love you, I want to be with you because you now have a female form. Ha ha really creepy but just it's endearing 
for the characters themselves. Each character is memorable and different. It gets to a point where there's one who is this weird knight who's a complete liar who's able to see ghosts, but that comes into important things later because it reveals a major thing that you didn't expect to happen. And I didn't even speak about Gugu. Gugu, the kid who saves the girl he likes, gets his face smashed in, so he's wearing a mask. And it's like, he was fixed, but he's wearing a mask, so he doesn't want anyone to see how he is. And also, because he has he was fixed, they kind of put this liquor bottle in him, so he breathes liquor. So kind of weird. Really, really strange. But, again, getting on a tangent. So characters, the story is compelling and very nuanced. The characters are very diverse. The art style is surprisingly invocative, emotional, and simplistic in some points. There's some points where you see events occur... And it's just a stark background, and it just focuses on the characters. Or there's a sequence when we have a character learn that their sibling died, and it's just their eyes are white. So you know that it's like the severity of, you know, the dropped ball, like this is happening. Now, I talked a little bit about the anime. How the anime, I think, is not as good as the manga because of the fact that they, one, like that sequence they have in the anime where the person finds out about that their relative died and it just looks like they're like oh they died it's so sad it doesn't have that shock of oh my god the scene is so poignant in the manga and just throwing in the background so you focus on other things when the focus should be just on what is going on if it is fushi the wolf fighting the great bear or when the knockers the creatures that are trying to stop fushi show up the first time one of the knockers assumes one of Fushi's forms that they've stolen. And that scene of, Fushi, what's wrong? It, it just, it's tragic and heartbreaking and amazing. The art is great. I'm just geeking out about this because it's it this puts me all over the place because the series, I want to say so much, but I don't want to spoil it because it is so good. And it's well done. It's something that I definitely recommend reading. The only caveat to it is that if you're someone who needs who wants a happy ending, if you need that straight, here's the narrative. The narrative is you have good guys, bad guys, and that's it. This is not the one for you because Fushi is is essentially just wandering through watching things, just like with Kiki's Delivery Service where she's a neutral party and then everything happens. Like Fushi's the same way. It's like he is interacting with the world, seeing the world, and dealing with it, making the choices he makes and how things change over time. And if you're not good with that, if you don't like that, you're not going to like the series. The series is really cool, though. There is action. There is a little bit of romance, even though it's kind of (laughs) weird. There's romance. There's action. There's drama. There is some beautiful moments. There's some tragic moments. Um, The sequence with the boy, um, that is heartbreaking. Because it's just this boy has kept himself going with... My family's alive. They're just across the mountain. They're just across the mountain. He's following... He he and his dog, who is we know as Fushi, are following this path through the the land. They leave markers, and they're finding it. And he's still excited. He gets hurt, but he's still excited. I still have hope that things are good. And then he finds something which proves that... Well, he finds his family, their grave markers, and he's just like, Yeah, everything's fine. We're good. We can still keep going. Wait, you know what? You know what? I'm just going to... I'm just going to go home. Yeah, I'm going to go home. We'll go home. We'll, we'll be safe there. There's food there. Even though there isn't. And he's essentially just giving up because he, it just, it's, it's tragic and heartbreaking. So, 
But yeah, if you can't stomach sad scenes, you're not gonna like this. That's my point. Is that this? There's so many sad scenes in this, and they're they're like I said, sad scenes, beautiful scenes, and just it's seeing so much through the eyes of this immortal being. So it puts things into perspective. For that reason, I'm gonna have to give this uh, manga to your eternity a really, really, really fucking cool. I highly recommend it. Definitely read it if you have a chance. Go in with an open mind and just be prepared for an interesting ride. Now, while some parts are slow, some parts are fast, and while there's a whole huge narrative that's like 20 chapters for one battle, just like most fighting series, this one is a good one. Now, if you've read the two-year attorney manga and you disagree with me, feel free to email me at zan at spyrokin.com or tweet me at spyrokin. Uh, the random question for the day is, do you think that To Your Attorney should be made into a live-action series? Let me know. And uh, I think that's it. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can see a review of, of A Silent Voice at www.spyrokin.com. You can email me personally at zan, that's xn, at spyrokin.com, or you can tweet me at spyrokin. Remember to support our Patreon. Let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. And this is for September 7th, 2021. We have... 34 new titles. So what came out this week? Well, Accomplishment of the Duke's Daughter, the light novel, Volume 2. Battle Angel Alita 2, the paperback manga re-release. Bleach Set 12, which is actually not a manga, but anyway. Boruto Naruto Next Generation, Volume 12. Buck Naked in Another World, the light novel, Volume 3. Sigaratera, Volume 1, the manga. Dr. Stone, Volume 18. Dragon Ball Super Volume 14, Drungeon Drive, Aim for the Deepest Level, Volume 1, the manga. The Hayao Miyazaki book. This is one which he wrote himself. I think it's his autobiography. How a Realistic Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom, the light novel, Volume 12. I'm actually really excited for that one. Living Room Matsunaga-san, Volume 7. Love Me, Love Me Not, Volume 10. Mashal, Magic and Muscle, Volume 2. Muscles Are Better Than Magic, the light novel, Volume 3. My Hero Academia, Volume 29. My Wife Has No Emotion, Volume 1. One Piece Box Set 4. Dressrosa to Revere. And this is the manga box set, the fourth set. Prince Freya, Volume 5. Reincarnated as a Sword, the manga, Volume 7. Saint Seiya, Saint the Show, Volume 14. Snow White with the Red Hair, Volume 15, the manga. Star Wars The High Republic Edge of Balance, Volume 1, the manga. The Dangers in My Heart, Volume 12, or sorry, Volume 2. The Ideal Sponger Life, Volume 9. The NPCs in this village sim game must be real, the manga, Volume 1. Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Otome Games is Too Tough for Mobs, the light novel, Volume 3. Twin Star Exorcist, Volume 23. Undead Unluck, Volume 3. Whisper Me a Love Song, Volume 4. Yakuza Lover Volume 2, and Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs Volume 15. So which of these mangas are you excited about? Let me know in the show notes or tweet me personally. I'm personally excited for Yakuza Lover Volume 2, Ideal Sponger Life, uh, Prince Freya, Reincarnated as a Sword, Snow White with the Red Hair, uh, How a Realistic Hero, and Dr. Stone, and Battle Angel Alice. Those ones I'm interested in, let me know what the one you're interested in and which ones you're horrified by. But... I think that's it for this episode uh we have one last thing left beforehand thank you guys for listening as always i really appreciate it every time i see that there's more bumps in viewership and listenership it 
gives me a little bit of a high. So keep listening. Keep recommending this podcast to fans. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. So now let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga top to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to use spin that one, that only the Wheel of Manga. And whatever number it lands on, the manga that is in that spot is the one I review in the next episode of the Spyro and Manga Review, episode 435. And I've got to admit, we've got some great titles on here and a couple of retro ones. So let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Number three. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga about going to school at a theater club. Yes, that's right. We're talking about Kakeki Shoujo. I've heard really good things about this one, and a lot of shoujo fans are excited to talk see this all-female review manga. So we're going to have to wait and see how that is. But we'll find out next episode, and as usual, hope you guys enjoyed. Remember to like and subscribe. I am your host, Zan. I am Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga.